Welcome to Bonding Over Books. I'm so excited that you guys are here because today I'm going to be sharing a really simple step-by-step plan that has helped hundreds of homeschool moms teach their kids how to read without pressure or meltdowns or power struggles. And I'm going to be giving that to you for free during this class today. So I know we're all really busy. I am too. And I want to make sure that you are in the right place. So here's exactly what we're going to be talking about today. Because today I want to share how you can teach your child to read. We're going to talk about what to do so that you can teach your child to read in less time and reduce the amount of memorizing and forgetting that they're doing by uh, 90% or more. Because when our families are really busy and our kids' attention spans are short, it helps to focus on what really matters. And we're going to talk about how you can do that. We're also going to talk about what not to do because sometimes knowing what not to do is even more helpful. So I'm going to be sharing one of the biggest mistakes that I see parents making all the time when we're teaching our kids to read that makes our kids think they can't do it. And we're going to talk about how you can avoid this all together. And then finally, we're going to talk about how to help your kids love reading while they're learning how to read because ultimately we need to raise a confident reader who loves books and can learn independently and I know that that's our goal and that's what we're here to do tonight. So this class is going to be super short. My plan is 30 minutes or less. If you know me, you know that's a struggle for me, but I really work to try to condense everything down. Um, I've got lots of great information to share with you. And then at the end, I have a really awesome free gift that I'm excited to share with you as well, just as a thank you for spending your time with me tonight, learning about how to teach your child to read. I'm really excited about that. And I'm also going to be sticking around at the end tonight until everyone gets their questions answered. So please go ahead and type questions in the chat as we're going, as you think of them. I normally try to answer questions as I go, but tonight we're going to save as many of the questions as possible for the end, just because I have a lot planned for us and I want to make sure that we can pack as much into these 30 minutes as possible. My goal for you is that your reading lesson with your child is going to look different tomorrow because of what you are learning today. I want you to take away some really specific action steps that you can use to make teaching your child to read easier and more successful. And all of this is going to be in the context of that 10-minute reading lesson that you can do to make the most of your time this school year and really move the needle to help your child learn how to read. Just like these parents who are currently using these methods inside of the Reading Better Together system with their kids. So Elizabeth said, my seven-year-old was really struggling at blending words. After eight weeks, he's doing so much better. I set a timer for three minutes after our lesson to see how many words he could sound out. And last week he did 32 words in three minutes. I love that. Or what about Jennifer? She said, this is the first reading program that we have been able to stick with. My son hit a wall and started actively refusing to do another reading program. We made it through a little less than halfway through another reading program before we had the same problem. He really likes the books and reading better together. Or what about Tasha? She said, the program is amazing. We are around week 12 and my son has taken off. I assessed him and he's reading close to a second grade level in just three to four months. I'm so excited to see these results that these parents are having with their kids. 
So I also want to talk about why this class might not be for you, because this is not for you if you're the type of person that gets frustrated when someone gives you 30 minutes of solid information-packed learning and then makes an offer to help you even more. Because the thing is, it took me a decade, over a decade of education and teaching experience and trial and error to learn everything that I'm going to be sharing tonight. And I'm going to share as much as possible, but I cannot possibly fit a decade's worth of knowledge in one 30-minute class. But what I can do is give you my number one plan for teaching a short reading lesson that has helped hundreds of homeschool moms teach their kids how to read so that you can end the meltdowns and power struggles over reading this week and teach your child how to read this school year. And then for those of you that want to continue working with me at the end, you can because I'm going to give you an opportunity to do that. So if that's okay with you, then let's move on. So let's talk about the most common problems that we experience as homeschool parents that are teaching our kids to read. Today's class is going to be super relevant for you if you're experiencing at least one or maybe more of these problems with your child. So first one, your child often guesses random words instead of sounding them out. They might look at the picture and they might say something that has the same meaning, like maybe puppy instead of dog, or they might look at the first letter and guess a word like bag instead of box. Either way, it's obvious that they aren't actually reading, or maybe your child knows the sounds, but they can't read the words. As we're going through these, if you can relate to any of them, please let me know which one in the chat. That'll really help me see where we're at as a group, and it'll help me know where to focus our time on tonight. Second problem, reading is really inconsistent. Your child can read a word perfectly one day, and then they completely forget everything the next day. This can be super frustrating for us as parents and also for our kids. And so we're going to be talking about what to do to actually prevent that from happening today. And then what about this? You've been trying to teach your child to read for at least two months and your child still can't consistently make new words without practicing them over and over and over. This can be so frustrating and it can make both us and our kids really impatient. Yeah, all three of these, lots of guessing words based on the first letter, inconsistent guessing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so we're going to talk about ways that you can change the system around so that teaching your child to read doesn't actually require patience if the patience has been a struggle um, and so that it just happens faster. Yeah. Okay. Um, what about this? Practice time has been ending in fights or tears on a regular basis for at least the last several weeks or more. And you've started to notice that negativity impacting other areas of your child's life. Because that's the thing. We don't just teach our kids how to read in a vacuum. And when you're teaching your child to read, their experience in those reading lessons will start to impact other areas of their life as well. And it'll start to impact your relationship with them outside of learning to read, either for good or for bad. So we can use this process for good to draw you and your child closer together when you have the right strategy. And that's what we're going to be talking about tonight as well. Or what about this one? You thought you knew what to do to teach your child to read, but no matter how you try, it just doesn't seem to click. You've tried two or more different strategies and they just aren't working. Yeah, yeah, you guys can relate to these for sure. That was today. I had to end the lesson because he started to have the wrong attitude. Yeah, definitely. Good call to end it. Yeah, for sure. Um, next one, your child is distracted or can't focus during reading lessons. They can focus on things that they enjoy, like maybe playing on their tablet or doing their favorite video game or hobbies that they enjoy. But then when it comes time to practice reading, they get super distracted or they can't focus. Or what about your child has started to say, I can't do it, or I don't like reading at the beginning of their practice time. You can tell that they've given up before they even try. This makes it difficult or impossible to teach them anything new. 
Yeah. Okay. So if you've had any of these problems, today's class is going to be super beneficial and really powerful for you because we're going to be talking about these problems and how to solve them today. So if you had at least one or more of these problems, I'd be willing to bet that you're probably also making at least one of these super common mistakes. Here they are. So the first one is practicing reading with your child for 20 minutes or more at a time. This one is so tempting because whenever our kids are really struggling with something, our first gut reaction as parents is often that they need more practice. I was talking to a mom about this today. And unfortunately, when we're teaching our kids how to read, that's not always very helpful. We also like to avoid reading or not be consistent. We tend to skip it or avoid it when it's something that's causing fights and frustrations on a regular basis. And when we're practicing inconsistently less than four times a week, that can actually cause our kids to struggle more. Here's another one that's super common, spending 50% of your time or more focusing on learning words. We're going to talk about what else you need to be focusing on tonight, but if you're spending the majority of your time focusing on learning words or the next one focusing on sight words, that's a big problem. And so we're going to talk about why and what to do instead. And then the next one, never reading real books or reading the wrong books. We're going to talk a lot about that one. Choosing the right books is super important. And we're going to talk about how to choose the right books that are actually going to motivate your kids to want to learn. And then the last one that I see that's super common, especially among us homeschool parents, and that is assuming that your child is not ready. Often when we see these problems in our kids, we assume that that means our kids aren't ready and we actually stop teaching them to read, or we might choose to ignore the problem problem just thinking that they're not ready. Um, sometimes when we're teaching our kids to read and they're struggling, it might mean that they're not ready. It can mean that. But I find with the parents that I work with that it almost never does. I think I've seen one mom out of the hundreds of families that I've worked with that it might have been the problem for. And I think all of the rest of them, there was an underlying issue that needed to be addressed. And the reality is that we don't address that because we assume that our child isn't ready and then that underlying issue doesn't go away. And we need to make sure that we address it as soon as we can so that our kids don't get further behind and more frustrated. The good news is, though, that there is a better way, and this is the method that I discovered when I was teaching my son how to read. You see, I was having a lot of these same problems, too. His reading lessons started ending in tears on a daily basis, and he got more and more frustrated, and I was watching the love of books and reading that he had disappear as he learned how to read. I knew I needed to do something different with him than what was available in the homeschool curriculum options at the time. And so there was a lot of research and trial and error, and I ended up discovering the reading better together method that I'm going to be sharing with you tonight. Now my son is a confident reader who loves books and regularly asks to stay up late to read under the covers with a flashlight. That's actually what he's doing right now. He's on a first name basis with our librarian and he reads several levels ahead of his grade level and hundreds of other homeschool moms are using this method to raise confident readers who love books too. How old is he? Now he is eight in the picture. I think he might have been five or six. It's a couple years old, but yeah, he's eight now. Yeah, good question. So today we're going to be talking about the three S's and how we can use these to teach short reading lessons. So first we're going to talk about sounds and sight words. This is the what to teach. Then we're going to talk about strategies, the when and how to teach. And then finally, we're going to talk about stories, the why to teach that will help our kids really fall in love with reading. 
I'm really excited to share this method with you because it's not just working with for me. Audrey said, it is a success. I can't thank you enough for this curriculum. It's given him and me the confidence in homeschooling. I love that because that's ultimately what we're all looking for, right? Confidence for our kids and also confidence for ourselves. Dallin said, thank you so much for making the curriculum that I was looking for. And Charlotte said, I finally feel hopeful and like I have a friend helping me through this process of teaching my kids to read. Okay, so I want to jump right in and we're going to talk about the sounds and sight words first, because this is where I see that biggest mistake that parents make when they're teaching their kids how to read. Unfortunately, this is a problem that makes learning to read take much longer and can cause kids to get really frustrated and feel like they can't do it. So here's the secret. We need to make sure our kids understand that reading is about blending sounds, not about memorizing and guessing words. I want to say that again because it's so key. Reading is about blending sounds, not about memorizing and guessing words. If your child really deeply understands this sentence, teaching them to read is going to be so much easier for you and so much less frustrating for them. When we teach our kids to read by memorizing sight words, we teach them that the process of learning to read involves looking at a word they don't know and guessing what that word is. The problem is that when our kids are just starting to read, this guessing strategy actually works really pretty well for them. And for most kids, it's a lot easier. When kids are reading a reader that has just a few words per page and lots of pictures, and the pictures usually give them a really great clue about what word they're looking for, and our kids only know a few words anyway, so it's pretty easy to do process of elimination and just guess which words, this strategy is easy for them to figure out which words they should be reading. But the problem is that eventually we need our kids to be able to blend sounds together to make words. We want them to be able to read independently, and that includes reading new words that they've never seen before. And in order to help them do that, we need to teach them the strategies that they'll need to be able to figure out those new words on their own. So that means being able to blend sounds to make words. But our kids will never want to practice those skills if they know that they can just guess and figure out the word. Okay, so let's talk about the first step that needs to be included in every reading lesson, and that is sounds. This is the key to teaching our kids to read faster and with less memorizing. In fact, when you follow this method of teaching the sounds first, you can reduce the amount of information that your child needs to memorize in order to learn how to read by 90% or more. Because here's the problem. We know that when we're teaching our kids how to read, um, often they're learning things one day and forgetting them the next day. I know you guys said that that was one of the things that some of your kids were doing, right? When you teach something, you think they've got it, they're feeling confident, and then the next day they come back to that same word or that same idea and they're clueless. Well, let's talk about why that happens. So what most people do is they start teaching their kids how to read with that word list, with the sight words, right? You've probably seen those, those sight word lists out there. You read the words over and over and over again, and then eventually your child recognizes them and they can read the words on their own, ta-da, right? But the problem is that our brains don't actually read whole words. The human brain in just a split second takes a word that it reads and translates that word into a series of sounds that have meaning. That's why we can read words when they're written in like those weird funky fonts or in somebody's really messy handwriting. It's because we're not actually memorizing the shape of the word. So when the shape changes, we can still read the word because even though the shape changed, the sounds in the word, the letters that are there still stay the same. So here's the problem. 
When we ask our kids to memorize a whole word on a list or a flashcard, we're asking them to memorize it by its shape, not by its sounds. And this works against how our brain stores words and learns to read. And when we work against how our child's brain learns how to read, learning to read takes a lot longer, sometimes up to 500 repetitions for each new word. So if you're focusing on words, you're probably practicing the same words over and over again, day after day, but you might not be seeing a lot of progress and chances are your child might be learning the word one day and then forgetting it the next day. And that's because they're not up to that 500 repetitions that they need yet. Okay, so hopefully I haven't totally confused you. If I have, come back to me now because this is the important thing about sight words. It's important that we start with sounds first and we teach sight words last. We want our kids to understand that reading is about blending sounds and about sounding out words and it's not about memorizing or guessing. And so when we teach them to blend those sounds first and we make sure that they have that foundation of being able to blend sounds before we introduce sight words, we're reinforcing the idea that reading is about blending. If we teach sight words first, we're teaching our kids to guess the words, and this can be really frustrating for them and for us when we need them to blend. But what they want to do is what's easier for them, which is to guess. So I recommend that you focus on irregular words only when you're teaching sight words. So on that sight word list, you can skip all the words that kids can sound out anyway, using the sounds that they already know, and just practice the words that don't follow the rules. And the great thing about that is that even the irregular words, the sight words that don't follow the rules, have some parts of them that do. So let's look at how to teach a sight word. And let's look at the word said, for example. So said is spelled S-A-I-D, but it's pronounced said, right? And if we look at this word, the S in the beginning says S, just like we think it should. And the D at the end of the word says D, just like we think it should. So in this word, the only part that's irregular is the middle. The A and the I in the middle say eh. So when we're teaching this word to our kids, we can focus on just the middle part. Ask our kids to blend the word just like they normally would, but then we can remind them that that AI in the middle says eh. This is a great way to reinforce the idea that reading is about blending and not about guessing. And this is the way that I always teach sight words and how I recommend that you do it as well. Pamela said, I was using a different curriculum for reading and my six-year-old son just wasn't getting it. This makes it so much simpler. He's able to focus on just learning the sounds and then the words. Love seeing him have those light bulb moments. Ultimately, that's what it's all about, right? The light bulb moments, figuring out how to teach and what to do so we make it simpler for our kids and we give them the best chance possible to have those light bulb moments with reading as soon as possible. I know that I want that for my kids. Okay, so let's move on to step two of teaching your child to read in 10 minutes per day. If we do this step right, this is the key to ending the guessing that our kids do so often when they're learning to read. Because here's the problem, teaching the sounds on their own is not enough. In fact, there are lots of kids who know the alphabet and know their letter sounds, but still can't read, right? So we also need to teach our kids how to hear the sounds within words and how to put those sounds together. But the problem is that most people don't actually know how to do this. For most of us that learned how to read in the 1980s and 90s, this just wasn't taught to us. When we learned how to read, there was not as much research as there is now, and people were definitely not paying attention to the research in the way that they are now. And so as parents, when our kids don't know the sound, when our kids know the sounds, but don't know how to read words, a lot of us get stuck. 
When reading words or memorizing words isn't working, a lot of us will tend to make our lessons longer instead because our kids are struggling and so they should practice more, right? I know I fell into this trap with my oldest for sure. Even though I knew better, I still did it. But practicing the wrong thing for longer doesn't lead to progress. It just leads to frustration. And when our kids are frustrated, we're frustrated. And sometimes we start avoiding reading with our child altogether or practicing inconsistently less than four times per week. Or we might give up and assume that this means our kid isn't ready to read and ignore the problem. It can mean that, but it almost never actually does. So let's talk about what we can do instead. Inside the Reading Better Together curriculum, there are lessons that break down this process of teaching our kids to read step-by-step step because it's important that we're doing the steps in order. But I wanna quickly share the steps with you today because it's important that everyone is doing these with their kids. So here are the steps to teaching a child to read using phonics. First, you wanna teach the letter names. Make sure your kids know the alphabet and this is the first step. Then we wanna teach the letter sounds. So we wanna teach our kids one consonant sound for each consonant. And we wanna start with the short vowel sounds for each vowel. So a, i, a, 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 i, a, a, the short vowel sounds, right? Um, you don't wanna do this in alphabet order. You wanna choose groups of about four to six letters to work on at a time and start with the most common letters or the letters in your child's name first. Once your child knows the letters, then you can start helping them blend those sounds together to make words. And you wanna start with the most simple words first and then move to more complex words. So I usually recommend that parents start with CVC words. That means consonant, vowel, consonant. So start with words that start with a consonant, have a single vowel in the middle, and then end with another consonant. Cat is an example. C is the consonant, A is the vowel, and then T is the final consonant. And then finally, once your child gets good at reading words and they understand that reading is a process of sounding out words that they see, then it's time to add in those irregular words, those sight words to their reading vocabulary. So a really common question that I get about teaching kids to read is what our kids should actually know and at what age. And I think it can be really helpful for us as parents to have a benchmark statistic to go off of, because sometimes it can be hard to judge how our kids are doing when we don't see them in a classroom with their peers. So I want to share a statistic with you, but I want you to keep in mind that this is a statistic that applies to kids in public schools. So when a child is in a classroom full of other kids their age, it's more important that they conform to the standards for their age group, because if they start to fall behind their peers, it can be really hard for a classroom teacher to help them catch up. But in homeschool, we have a really unique advantage. We can help our kids at the level that they're at, no matter what their age. So I do believe that there is some leniency in this statistic for homeschool families. So if your child is not exactly here at this age, I want you to give yourself and your child some grace. But if you're nowhere close, this might be a sign that you could seek out some additional support or just a second opinion about whether or not there's an underlying cause that needs to be addressed in order to help your child really be successful. So here's the statistic. The research shows that kids in public school classrooms who know 18 uppercase and 15 lowercase letters by the end of preschool or the beginning of kindergarten will be more likely to be successful in reading as late as fourth grade.
So this is really interesting. So end of preschool, beginning of kindergarten, let me know in the comments if you have a kid that's this age. I'm curious. Um, but you can kind of extrapolate it down or up if your child is older or younger. But 18 uppercase and 15 lowercase letters, that's the goal by the end of preschool, beginning of kindergarten. And then it correlates out to as late as fourth grade, it will continue to impact them. So if your child builds that strong foundation, it will continue to be helpful for them as they get older. So starting with letters and sounds is really important. It's an important step that will set our kids up for success in reading for years in the future. And that's why it's an important part of the Reading Better Together system too. The curriculum actually comes with video lessons for this part where I introduce and teach the letter sounds because it's so important to get this foundation right. And when you do, it's really the key to successful reading. Just like Heather said, she said, this morning, my seven-year-old who has really been struggling found a book I asked him to find by reading the title. He was jumping up and down screaming, I read it, I read it. I love that so much. That is awesome. Okay, so let's move on to the third and final part of our 10-minute reading lesson, which is stories. I want to show you how to end the reading fights and frustrations and help your child really be motivated to want to practice reading, and stories are really key for that. The problem is that the process of learning to read can be difficult for our kids. Sometimes it takes a lot of practice, a lot of repetition, and a lot of time to really become successful readers. And when kids don't see what they're working towards, they can get discouraged and frustrated and not want to continue on with the process. The problem for us as parents is that there are lots of books out there that are marketed to us and marketed as solutions for our kids that aren't really doing them any favors. So I just want to take you on a quick tour of some of the options that are available so that you know what kinds of things to look for when you're choosing stories for your child. So first, you want to choose books where your child is only reading words that they know and that they can sound out. We've talked about this a little bit already. Even if the book is marketed to kids who are learning to read, if it has long words that your child doesn't know how to read yet, these kind of books are going to encourage our kids to guess. So like this one that says raspberries on this page, unless your child can sound out that word, you don't want to have them reading this book. You also want to avoid repetitive text with picture clues. These are usually leveled with a letter. Kids can read this book by memorizing the pattern, looking at the picture, and guessing what the last word is going to be. These books literally teach our kids how to guess, and we want to avoid these as well. So here's where a lot of us will fall into a trap because books like this one are decodable, which means every word in this book is one that our kids can sound out. And when you're choosing a book for your child, it's important that you find one that is decodable. But the problem with these kind of books is that often there's not a lot of plot there and they don't make a lot of sense. So in this book, I'm not sure why kids are going to care that this whale has gum on its lip or that the other whale is trying to wipe it off. It's not a very engaging story, and it's not really going to motivate our kids to want to learn how to read. Plus, if your child doesn't know what glum is or what it means to dab, they're going to be confused, right? Mine, I don't know if mine know that or not. Probably not. Um, so these books are a problem for the opposite reason. And if you're feeling like reading with your child is boring or requires a lot of patience, this can be part of the reason why. And chances are your child might be bored or impatient with this too. 
So this was the challenge I had when I was teaching my son to read. And this is actually what led me to discover the Reading Better Together method. We weren't using books at all. We were using decodable paragraphs to help him read words in context. And then one day I realized that he just didn't understand that learning to read these boring paragraphs that he wasn't interested anyway was actually going to help him be able to read the books that he loved for himself. So I looked all over for options that had a cover and pages that he could read and that were interesting to him and not a struggle. And let me know in the chat if you've experienced that struggle too. There were just not a lot of great options out there, but I found a book in our library that was designed for a parent and a child to read together. Of course, it was out of print, but we read this one book so many times because he loved reading with me. And I realized that we needed more of these books and that other homeschool parents need them too. And so that idea of side-by-side -side reading and the Reading Better Together method was born. So this is a side-by-side -side reading book from the Reading Better Together curriculum, and this book is designed for parents and kids to read together. So parents are reading the left-hand side pages, and kids are reading the right-hand side pages. The left-hand page has all the information that makes the story interesting and moves the plot along, and then on the right-hand side, the kids have only the letters and sounds that they already know and have already practiced as a part of their reading lesson. These stories really bring together all the good qualities of all those other kinds of reading books while eliminating the parts that frustrate kids or make them want to guess instead of reading. When we read with our kids taking turns like this, we encourage our kids to read because there's nothing they need to guess. Everything on the page is something they can sound out and they're motivated because they're reading a fun, exciting story at the same time. These stories are also great for kids that don't want to read out loud because they only have to read one page at a time before they get to take a break and they get to listen to you read out loud to them. So there's reward and motivation built right into this book every single time you turn a page. Trisha said he is so proud to read the book he made. He has read it multiple times to me, his dad, brother, friend, and grandma. For me, that's what it's all about, giving kids that motivation back by showing them that they can read a real book. So these are the three S's that will help you be successful in teaching your child to read and in bonding over books. You're going to start with sounds and you're going to wait to teach sight words until after your child is already blending sounds and reading words. And then you're going to include strategies. You're going to help your child learn how to blend those sounds that they know together into real words. You can follow the phonics steps that we talked about today to make this easier for your child. And then finally, you're going to include stories and you're going to make sure that your child has opportunities to apply what they're learning to a real text. And then when you combine all three of those things together into a short 10 minute reading lesson, that's how you create that short lesson that will teach your child to read in the way that they're their brain learns. Okay, so I want to stop and check in with you for a minute. I want to know how reading lessons are going for your family and with your child. So let me know. Type in the chat, green, yellow, or red for which one best relates to you. So green light would be your child is a confident reader or they're well on their way. They enjoy reading. They're good at it. They have both the motivation and the skill. Yellow light would be we're learning how to read, it's happening, but there are some struggles. So either you feel like your child is doing okay with reading, but they're not motivated, they don't want to, or maybe they're feeling okay about it, but it's taken a really long time. And then red light would be pretty significant struggles in both areas. So your child doesn't like to read and they're not good at it. Or the process has been a really big struggle, or there's some sort of extra factor going on that's causing problems. So let me know in the chat, what color are you, green, yellow, or red? Oh, I'm seeing a lot of yellow. 
Yellow, 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 yellow. Yeah, for sure. Red light, one of each. Heather says, green, we are on week 14 of RBT and they're happy and don't dry lessons. Yay, Heather, I love that. Ah, woohoo, that's awesome. One of my struggles is knowing where my child is supposed to be. We are in first grade. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. Yeah. So a lot of yellow, a little bit of red. So let's talk about the reasons why it's so hard, because the challenge for us as parents is that we know how important it is for our child to learn how to read. And we know that as a homeschool parent, the buck stops with you, right? You have to be the one to teach them. But the problem is that teaching your child to read requires teaching a specific sequence of skills. So those building blocks of reading are really sequential. Each thing builds off of the thing before, and they need to be taught in a really specific order. It's kind of like math. We know that when we teach math to our kids, we have to go step by step. We have to teach addition and subtraction before we teach long division, right? Because if they get to long division and your child can't subtract, they won't be able to do it. And is that their fault? No, they just didn't have one of the steps they need in the process. They aren't set up for success. Well, teaching reading is a lot like teaching math in that the skills are sequential and they build off each other. We talked a little bit about that tonight already. We talked about that order that you need to um, teach the skills. And we talked about how important it is to teach them to sound out words before teaching sight words. Often when kids are frustrated with reading, it's because they're missing steps in the process. And when we teach our kids to read, we need to make sure that we're teaching a specific sequence of skills in order. And the other problem is that skipping steps or messing up the order really slows down the process. So in reading, the steps build off each other like we said. And so if kids are missing a piece of the foundation, they won't be able to build the skills on top that they need later on down the road. So then their reading skill is going to become less like a fortress and more like a Jenga tower. And it can really slow down the process of teaching them as well because their frustration and their discouragement will make learning to read harder for them and more frustrating and they'll be less open to learn when it's time to learn. There is an order and a right way to do this. But the problem is that for us as adults, a lot of us did not learn how to read this way when we were in school. This information about reading was not part of most of the learn to read curriculums that we grew up with. And that might be why in the U.S. right now, 54% of adults read below a sixth grade level. And that means that most of us do not have the experience of learning to read in the way that we can draw from when we're teaching our kids. So how is it possible that we as homeschool parents can teach our kids to read without a step-by-step -step plan? So that's why I created Reading Better Together, because my goal is to come alongside homeschool parents and equip and empower you with exactly what to do and what to say to help your child learn to read quickly and easily without the frustration and the discouragement that can come from all the guessing and the wrong strategies and the wrong order that can happen when we're just trying to teach our kids how to read on, our, on their own. So I want to quickly share with you about Reading Better Together because I know that there are a lot of parents who have been waiting for the right time to grab the curriculum. And I know that we're a little over 30 minutes. So after this, we're going to do Q&A and I'm going to share bonuses with you as well. 
So here's what you get when you invest in reading better together. The first thing is 32 weeks of scripted lessons. So for an entire school year, I'm going to walk you through exactly what to do and what to say when you're teaching your child how to read. So if you're feeling like you're not sure what to do about some of those confusing words in the English language that don't follow the rules, we're going to walk through the exact sequence of steps, step by step that you need to do in order to teach your child sequentially without skipping anything and in the right order. These lessons are going to start with teaching or reviewing the letter sounds to make sure that your child is pronouncing them correctly. And then by the end of the 32 weeks, your child is going to be reading multi-syllable words, both short and long vowels, and a variety of irregular words as well. This is a $196 value. You're also going to get 29 sound intro videos. So when we're teaching sounds, it's really important to introduce these new sounds correctly so that our kids are hearing them correctly in their heads and pronouncing them correctly. And so in each of these videos, I actually teach the sound to your child. So all you need to do when it's time to teach a new sound is scan the QR code and hit play, and I'll teach your child the sound with the correct pronunciation. You can also use these if you would prefer to teach the sounds. You can just watch the video yourself, make sure that you're pronouncing it correctly, and then teach it to your child using the strategies and tips from the video. Either way will work. This is a $60 value for a total value so far of $256. We're also going to be getting 60 side-by-side -side stories. So that's two stories a week, starting in week two. And these stories are designed to correlate with what your child is learning in the lessons so that you can reinforce what they're learning and help them read real books that have not only the text that your child can read so that they're not guessing, but also that engaging story and the interesting characters that will get them excited about reading. And all of these are in the format of a book. So your child is reading something that has a cover and pages and it's going to help them see the value of what they're working towards. So this is a $120 value. So the total value of the curriculum is $376. I also included some bonuses because I want to make sure that you are successful. The first one is the sight word success system. And this is my exact process for teaching all of those words that don't follow the rules in a way that will allow you to eliminate as much memorization as possible. This is a $27 value and you get this for free when you sign up for Reading Better Together. You're also going to be getting the Blueprint to Blending, a $27 value, again, for free. I think this might actually be my favorite part of the whole Reading Better Together curriculum. This is so good. Um, this bonus is all about phonemic awareness, and that's the skill that's missing or weak for most kids that struggle with reading. Kids with dyslexia especially often really struggle with phonemic awareness. And for kids that are struggling with reading, whether they have dyslexia or not, working on these skills is often the fastest way to help them improve. But most parents don't know how to teach this because for most of us, again, this is something that we were not taught and it's something that's not a part of most homeschool learn to read curriculums. So this bonus is a set of board games to play with your child that you can use to teach them these skills, even if you don't have a degree in education and experience teaching kids how to read. It breaks down these skills step by step and makes them super simple to teach for you and fun to learn for your child because they're playing a game. Also, if you have a child, maybe like a younger sibling, who's not quite ready to read yet, you can play these games with all of your kids together, and you can start building the foundation that that younger child will need in order to be successful at reading when they do start, and to prevent a lot of the frustration that happens with learning to read before it even starts for your child. 
So if you've ever wanted to just like take away your child's frustration, I know I want that a lot as a mom. I can't do that for my kids with this, unfortunately, um, but I want you to have these tools so that you can learn from my son's frustration and not have to have your child go through it. So this is what this bonus is all about. And then, oh, my other favorite, I have a lot of favorite bonuses. My other favorite part of the curriculum um, is actually our Reading Better Together community. This is a group full of parents who are using the curriculum and you get lifetime access to this group. This also means that you get lifetime access to support from me. I hate the fact that when homeschool parents buy a curriculum, either it works or it doesn't, black or white, and if it doesn't work, then the only option that you really have available to you is to set it aside and get something different and start over. Reading Better Together is not like that. I know that the process of learning to read is a little bit different for each child. And so I will be there with you step-by-step step along the way to answer your questions and help you customize the curriculum so that it works well for your child's unique reading journey. I want to do everything that I can to guarantee your success. And that's what I do inside of this community. Uh, you'll get lifetime access to the community, which is a $97 value. So here's everything that you get when you invest in reading better together. You're going to get the 32 weeks of scripted lessons, $196 value, 29 video lessons for pronouncing sounds, a $60 value, 60 side-by-side -side reading stories, $120 value, the SiteWorks success system completely free, a $27 value, blueprint to blending, again free, a $27 value, and then lifetime access to the community, a $97 value for a total value of $527. But I really want to make this affordable for you so that you can teach your child how to read at home. So that's why you can get started right now today for just $147. The curriculum is regularly $197, but for the next two weeks, I'm offering $50 off with a coupon code, which brings the price down to just $147. So you can use the coupon code RBT for Reading Better Together to get $50 off the curriculum. For context, this price is less than what you would pay for two hours of time with a trained reading tutor, and you get to use this curriculum to teach your child to read for an entire year. There's a link on the screen to where you can grab Reading Better Together with that coupon code now. Um, I am also going to put the link in the chat or you can go to homeschoolingforhim.com slash go. Any of those places will take you back to where you can get the curriculum. I'm going to see if I can find that link. I know I put it down here somewhere. Here we go. Um, I'm going to grab that link and put it in the chat as well. Your coupon code is RBT. So you're going to want to make sure that you find that. When you get to that page, there will be a big button at the top, uh, like a green button that says, yes, I want this or, or buy now or something. So you click on that button. It'll scroll you all the way down to the bottom of the page. That's where you'll put your information in um, and you'll put that coupon code in as well at the bottom there. Okay, so I want to make sure that you feel totally confident with this purchase, and so that's why I'm offering the Homeschool with Confidence Guarantee. Here's how it works. I want you to take 30 days to try out Reading Better Together, and if you don't love it for any reason, just email me and I'll give you a full refund. The other question that I get offered a lot is this, is there a payment plan available? And yes, there is. So you can do the full 147 today, or you can split it up into payments. You can do four payments of, it works out to be about $40 with the coupon, or you can do eight payments of just about $20. And if you choose the pay in full option, you are gonna get a bonus of two of the most popular print and go activity packs that uh, used to be in my printable shop. They're not there anymore. So right now this is the only way to get them.
um, is to pay in full for reading better together. It's the Counting Coins and Money Hands-On Math Kit and the Planets um, Activity Pack. So the those two together are a $16 value and the way to get them is to pay for the curriculum in full. I'm gonna put the link in the chat for reading better together one more time as well with the coupon code. Um, Let's see, there we go. Um, so there's the link to grab the curriculum with the coupon code. Um, so you can do that. Go ahead and, and type your questions in the chat um, and I'm gonna answer those. Michaela says, how do we go to making payments? So Michaela, when you get to the page there, when you, you'll click the button and it'll take you down to the bottom and then it'll have options to choose from when you're checking out. So when you go through the checkout, you'll type in your name and email and then it will ask you, do you wanna do pay in full or do you wanna do payments? And so those options will be right there on that screen and you can just choose which option you would like. And then it will set you up to do either pay in full or to just do automatic payments um, like once a month from whatever credit card you choose. Hopefully that makes sense or PayPal. There's PayPal too. Okay. So while you guys are typing questions, I'm going to answer the two questions that everybody always has um, about the curriculum. So the first one is about the, the digital or the digital part of the curriculum. So um, this is a digital curriculum, which means that you're gonna get instant access to everything in the curriculum hub as soon as you purchase and that nothing physical will get shipped to your house. So there's not like a printed book that gets mailed to you. Um, so, but you're gonna get access to everything inside of the curriculum hub. So this is really great because it means that you get instant access. So you can sign up tonight, print this tonight and start using it with your child tomorrow. You don't have to wait for shipping to come um, to your house in the mail. It's also great because you get lifetime access, including updates for all of your kids. So if you have the curriculum, I added updates in there today. There's now a table of contents um, that goes through all of the different um, sounds and sight words and phonics skills that kids learn and it's organized alphabetically and it's organized by lesson and it's all in there. So if there's something that your child is stuck on that you need to go back and review, um, you can find those things at a glance in this table of contents and figure out where to go with them. Um, shout out to Pat for suggesting that. It was a great idea and I just added it today. So um, there's things coming all the time that are getting added. Um, and you'll get access to all of those, all the updates. Um, it's also nice because I can put lots of videos and uh, things like that in the hub as well, which I do on a regular basis. So you get access to all that as well. Um, there are also directions in there for how to print it because I know I have a really terrible printer at my house that I hate using. So if you are there with me, then I can totally relate to that. Um, so there are directions in there, number one, for how to print it, um, like screenshots and walkthroughs and like step-by-step-by-step exactly what to do. All of the files come in color and black and white. So there's the full color version that's great if you have like an ego tank or whatever. Um, and then there's the black and white version that has coloring book style um, outline illustrations for all the stories um, and black and white for all of the lessons to save on ink. And then there's also a video walkthrough of exactly how to send the curriculum to a printing company. So that's what I would actually recommend. That's what I did. Um, I have mine. Let's see here. Here we go. Um, I sent mine away to the printing company and it came back with this like nice little coil binding thing on the side. Um, and I have researched and figured out and I have like directions in there for which one's cheapest and how to send it and all that good stuff. So that's what a lot of people do and it works really well. Um, the other question that I get from a lot of people 
Oh, I know what else I want to tell you is about the books. Ha. Huh. Um, so the other question that I always get is, can we purchase just the books? I always, there's always some people that already have a reading curriculum and want to know if you can purchase just the books. Um, and I have never offered that until now. Um, so as of, as of yesterday, you can purchase just the books. So if you go to the, the link on the page, um, the link that was in the chat that I'll put back in there again, um, you can grab just the books as well. So right underneath the button, there's an option that says, do you want just the books? And if you click on the link, it'll take you to just the books. So if you had been looking for that, it is here um, now. Okay, so I'm gonna scroll up and see what questions we have. Go ahead and keep typing questions in the chat. Um, I am here as late as you, as you would like to answer as many questions about reading better together or about teaching your child to read as you have. So go ahead and, and ask them all. Um, let's see. Lena says, I already invested in a curriculum for this year. I'm interested in the Blueprint Blending Book. Can you purchase it alone? Yes. Um, yes, the Blueprint Blending Book is available separately at my shop. Um, let's see here. I'm going to put another link in the chat for you. Maybe. Um, so you're going to have to look for it a little bit when you go there, but it'll be pretty obvious it's close to the front. I think you click on blending. Um, Shop.homeschoolingforhim.com. Click on reading and blending, and you should be able to find it right there, Lena. Am I saying your name right, Lena? Is, is it Lena? Um, yeah, let me know. Let me know if you can find it or can't find it. Let me know. Um, we love the side-by-side -side books. Uh, awesome. Yeah. A lot of, but they are really popular. Lots of families really do. Emma says this curriculum is awesome. Ah, thanks, Emma. Yeah. I had a good talk with Emma this morning too. That was fun. Um, thanks for being here. Yeah. When we finish those 32 weeks, roughly what reading level will my child be at? Great question. Um, okay. So two answers. Number one answer, um, roughly first to second grade-ish level, um, they'll be able to read multi-syllable words. Uh, so like words with two syllables to be able to divide them up and read those. Um, they'll also be able to read some of the words with vowel teams. Those are kind of towards the end. Um, and then also, let's see what else is towards the end. CVC words, CVCE words, um, short and long vowels, those kind of things. So it, it works out somewhere around like a first, second grade level. It depends on the child. Um, the other thing that's kind of cool that happens is once your child gets to a certain point, they start to be able to apply some of the skills that they learn from the words that you're teaching them to other words that you aren't teaching them yet. So this is happening with my daughter right now. I've been using the Reading Better Together curriculum with her as well. She's five um, and we've been using it with her and she is not quite through the end of it, but she's starting to be able to apply the, the things that we're learning with the words that we have practiced to words that we haven't practiced. And so her reading is just taking off. Um, and this is something that happens if you talk to reading teachers, they'll call it the reading explosion. Um, and it happens when kids start to be able to, to do that, to apply. And so those skills like the phonemic awareness, like the blueprint to blending are designed on purpose to help kids be able to do that. And at that point, their reading level kind of becomes less of a big deal because it's, it's going up so fast and, and they're, they're learning quickly. Um, also, if you go to that link, um, that I shared the shop.homeschoolingforhim.com. You can grab a sample of the Reading Better Together curriculum. And in that sample, it has a really specific scope and sequence document as well that goes through exactly what, um, what they're going to be covering. So hopefully that helps. Let me know if you have any more questions about that PA. Um, 
I'm excited for when my son has the reading explosion. I just can't wait for when it just clicks. Yeah, that is like the best feeling ever, Emma. Oh my goodness. Like I'm just having so much fun reading with my daughter right now. Like, yeah, it's, it's really awesome. The reading explosion. Yeah, for sure. That's pretty cool. Keep it short. Yeah. That I can do this with my child that I am capable. Yes, Michaela. I love that. You can. Um, if you are on my email list, you know that one of the very first things that I ask you to do is to email back and say that you are your child's best teacher. And it's because it's true. You are. You are so capable. And I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. Focus on blending sounds. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. All right. Uh, I love that, you guys. Thank you so much. I hope that you had a lot of fun tonight. I hope that you learned a lot about teaching your child how to read. I'm excited to see some of you inside of Reading Better Together, but whether you decide to join or not, I hope that this was helpful and encouraging to you. I hope that you have a wonderful school year teaching your child to read and that it goes really well. Um, and if there's anything that I can ever do, please feel free to reach out. I'm always happy to help. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a wonderful rest of your evening. Bye.